Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Big Bets here on a Tuesday afternoon. Hey, it's officially afternoon here in Vegas. I'm Jeff Parles, Amal Shaw alongside Kelly Bidlin here as well. Amal halftime in Qatar. France 2, Australia 1, halftime numbers at DraftKings. France is only uh, minus 2,500 on the three-way line right now. 12-1 to on the draw, 35-1 to on the Aussies on the three-way money line. If you're really looking to make a bet in this game, the only way you probably look at this point is the total. Four and a half, though, so you need two goals in the second half in order to win. It's minus 170 over four and a half. But it, but it feels like it's going to get there. I mean, I tend to at four, four one feels right. Well, the other thing is when you have a team like France and you score first, you wake up the giant in that case. And I think it has an impact in terms of how you approach it. And we're seeing that right now with this Australian team uh, really having to defend against France at this point in time. Listen. Like, let's talk props for a minute, please. Because, uh, Parles, I'm sure you're firing. Um, are there any props, either game, player props, anything that you look at in soccer in general or you are because it's the World Cup? Uh, you know, sometimes you could look at an individual goal score. You can get a pretty decent price. Raheem Sterling yesterday was plus 220 to score for England. Or, uh, you know, you can look at some other players like that. Uh, you know, Dallin mentioned the corner kicks. Yeah. I don't generally play that one, but if you think there's an advantage with a team like France, who's going to be far more aggressive than Australia is, not a bad number there. They said there were already five corner kicks in the first uh, 
25 minutes or so. I think those are the ones you tend to look at, potential options. Um, I like to go against, and obviously beat me here today, but the clean sheet one with certain teams, I think there's an opportunity in those spots. Um, You look at it today, we saw Tunisia with the, um, you know, the clean sheet against Denmark. Flip side, they had the clean sheet. Poland, uh, Ochoa made the tremendous save for Mexico on the penalty shot from Lewandowski. So, you know, those are ones that I would potentially look at. You can play whether it's going to be a penalty kick, a goal within the first 30 minutes, what have you, all those different types of things. I don't generally play those because I don't feel like there's a huge advantage one yeah. way or the other. There are props available live. You can get yeah, there's indiv- a million things. individual goal score, anytime goal score, next goal score, player shots on target. There's all sorts of things right now. Uh, Mbappe right now is plus 140 to score a goal anytime <laughs> in this one. He was I think I saw he was minus 130 uh before the game which just kind of blows my mind that any player could be that in a World Cup game. It's probably what it was, right? Yeah, it sounds about yeah. right, but yeah. I, I have to tell you watching him so far. One he missed, but that would have been an offside anyway, but the speed and the pace with which he's going, the Socceroos defenders are standing uh, standing still like traffic cones. I can't really disagree with that. I mean, he's just getting, there's no there's no defense back there. I mean, they've had opportunities. They're going to be able to get another goal or two. I think. Look to me. I think they're going to get a goal probably in the first 15 minutes of the second half here. Two one at halftime. France in front of the Socceroos of Australia. Looking at the NBA tonight, uh, we'll get Frank Schwab in a little bit. The uh, Brooklyn Nets back in action again. No uh, Joel Embiid tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. So. Here you go. Nets laying eight, of course, Sixers without, not only just without MB, they're without Harden and Maxi as well in this one. Total is 217 them all. Do you trust Brooklyn, even with Philadelphia, without their three best guys, to cover almost double digits on the road? I do because I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a hostile environment tonight. I'm looking forward to that Ben Simmons return. If I were the Nets, I wouldn't even take Ben Simmons on the trip. You know, It's not like he's giving you much production on the floor, so what do you need him for? Uh, but this is going to be an interesting matchup. I think Philly plays well here, despite the fact that, you know, you mentioned it, several key cogs out for the 76ers. Looks like they're going to have Tobias Harris. Yes, he was even listed as questionable, but upgraded to probable for tonight. So I guess he'll be one of their go- their go-to scorers here this evening. Can I ask you guys a question? How the hell, if you're the 76ers, do you choose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Buckets? Oh. That was an error. That was a big error. <laughs> well, 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 I just—I mean—I thought it was always pretty clear. This is not like a two-year later call. No, I, well, I mean, look—I mean, even at the time, yes, yeah, I'm saying. And, and looking back at it again, it just shows how quickly the window can close in professional sports, where the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors ended up having the exact same championship window, and it was the exact same season. Yeah, it was that 2019 season, and one team got the bounce. With Kawhi's epic shot, and the other team hasn't yet yeah, got a one seed. That didn't work out, but they haven't recovered, really. And the, the championship window may have just slammed shut pretty quickly for Philly. Yeah, I, I don't know how. The, I, I mean, obviously, Harden had some problems with the coaching staff. Or, not Harden. Uh, Jimmy Butler had some problems there with the coaching staff and everything. It is... Uh, that's a tough one to uh, to understand, though. The rest of these games tonight, they, I the biggest thing we can talk about is it's injuries. Keep your eye on injuries in every single one of these four games that are going on tonight. We talked about that Nets 76ers one. 
The Grizzlies Kings, and this is, I, I would say, maybe your pro tip for later, but the uh, if you see on an NBA injury report a guy goes from out to doubtful, that's usually a, a heads up from a team of he's about to be activated for this game today or at least the next game at yep. the very least because John Morant has very quickly this morning done the out to doubtful. Now he's questionable, and I would expect we're going to see him uh, either in the either tonight or in their next game, which I think is Thursday. Uh, so he keep an eye on that situation between the Kings and Grizzlies. No Desmond Bain still for uh, the Grizzlies in that game. Jaron Jackson Jr. is expected to play tonight on the Denver side. They're still dealing with a lot of the same stuff. Uh, Jokic, doubtful. I believe Jokic and Murray still waiting to clear uh, uh, tests, uh, COVID test stuff. So they are both doubtful right now for that game. Bones Highland, questionable. Uh, Aaron Gordon will play in that one. And then on the nightcap, Lakers at the Suns. I know this is like me just reading an entire injury report. LeBron James out for that game tonight. Anthony Davis probable. Chris Paul out for that game late tonight. Anthony Davis back, Kelly? Probable. No, I mean like back in general. Like back to himself. Back to himself. He's had some really, really good games recently, but, you know, it's – the same thing with Anthony Davis at this point, right? Can you do show show this to me for a week, then show it to me for a month, then show it to me for an entire season, and I'll start to believe it. I'm I mean, yet. look, when these when those two guys are in form, they're still one of the better tandems in the NBA. They've just been so banged up over the past couple of years. They also have a horrible team around them, but that's a, that that's a uh, another argument for another day. There's only two games on the ice tonight, which, by the way, I'm all. This hockey season has been completely and utterly illogical so far. <laughs> where where the New Jersey Devils 13 in a 13 row 13 in a row have a legitimate shot to equal the NHL record of 18, which is kind of crazy for a team that hasn't been good in a while now. Uh the Blues went from being the worst team in the West to the, to a legitimate playoff team in the span of 7 games. The Blues win their first three games. Yep. Lose eight in a row. Yep. And now have won seven, seven in, in a row. row. Yeah. VGK with a, with a wild win last yeah. night. They're currently the best team in the West. The Bruins are 17-2. and two. Uh, Just a wild year all the way around on the ice. One of two games tonight. The early one, the East Coast game. Buffalo at Montreal. Uh, Buffalo... Uh, Started hot and fell off here. They're a dog tonight, minus 120 on Montreal at home. Six and a half the total here, Amal. Anything? Uh, no, I stayed away from the slate tonight. Just the two games, as you referenced. Um, I'm, I'm going to just kind of stay away. By the way, if you want to pay attention tomorrow, the Sabres have a back-to-back against the Blues. So it might be an opportunity if you like the Blues in that particular spot with Buffalo playing about five and a half hours away in uh, Montreal. That is a game in Buffalo tomorrow, so you may even get a little bit of a better price than you would like, even on a back-to-back for the Sabres with the Blues. The other matchup, Kings and Rangers. Rangers have been one of the more underachieving teams so far, but they uh, still do hold the playoff spot as of right now. Minus 120, the Kings in that just hot mess of a Pacific division right now in second (laughs) behind VGK. Yeah, this is interesting. And by the way, uh, you know, when you look at this team right now, they're playing better than I anticipated so far early on this year. Now you're going to have a tough matchup. Sturkin coming in. He's starting to kind of find himself a little bit, Jeff. Uh, you know, if Igor gets going, he, he's going to be a tough one to really kind of get past when you look at how well he can play in the net for New York. Who's the best team in the league right now, Amal? It's not even close. Boston Bruins. 
Okay, after that, because my question, for, I think, from some of these, VGK and the Devils, both, both I mean, Devils are a big surprise, right? Yeah. VGK, a bit of a surprise yes. with how well they're playing. Yeah. Yeah, but are, the, there, are there fade opportunities for the Devils? Go, like, do you expect them to for, keep? I mean, I know we don't for, expect them to keep winning 13 in a row like they're doing. For what it's worth, I, I started going against the Devils once they got to eight. Yeah. And it has not gone well <laughs> for me um, once they got to eight. Uh, but look, the, the Devils were a team that were, I think everyone thought, all right, if things go right, they make the playoffs. They're one of the wild cards. Yeah. If things go right. This team, remember, the fans were chanting to fire the coach after they lost their first two games, 5-2, to Philadelphia and Detroit. So to make matters even more ridiculous, Kelly, the New Jersey Devils are 16-1 and in their last 17 games. At some point, the wheels will slow down. They won't fall off. They're clearly a playoff team. But they will slow down at some point where you will be able to make some money going against them. You're absolutely right. It's funny you said that because a friend of mine last night, he took the uh, Oilers. He's like, ah, they can't win every game. Well, apparently Five at this two. point in time, they can. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, you know, I don't think they trailed in the game last night. 1-1 and then 3-1 and they pull away. 3-2 uh, and then 5-2. But it's tough right now going against New Jersey. But the team, Kelly, right now, tough to go against the Boston Bruins. I said it on the show yesterday. Take Boston, cheap price. Linus Olmark and company win down in Tampa. Dominant performance. Well, with them right now, it's like you might as well just lay the puck line. They've covered it in seven straight games. I was looking at that this morning. A thousand career points for Bergeron, by the way, with the, with a point last night. Perfection line. Yeah, pretty darn good uh, as we uh, roll along in this peculiar hockey season so far. We're going back to the NFL next on VEASAN Big Bets. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7.
or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Maryland residents, mobile sports betting will officially launch November 23rd. Hey, that's tomorrow. Look at that. So now is your chance to sign up for DraftKings today, and you'll receive $200 in free bets after registering. Visit DraftKings.com for more information. That is for Maryland new customers. Sports betting mobily beginning tomorrow. That's exciting. It'll be, oh, crab, yeah, it it'll be crab cakes, football, and betting now in Maryland. Hey, those crabs are hard to work, and then if you got to use your phone, like that's a messy pro- uh, project right there. I got nothing for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let let the quick update in in, in Qatar. Uh, Olivier Giroud almost with what would have been the goal of the tournament. Yes. Uh, just misses the net on an attempted bicycle kick. But France holding steady up 2-1. Minus 1,800 live right now. 10-1 on the draw. Australia 35-1. to If you think the Socceroos can stun the defending champions, don't bet that. Yeah, right now, 53rd minute here. But uh, this should be one I expect to see France at least get one, one more on the score sheet. Bappe's going to score this they do have He's a set piece. I, it's, it, we'll, we'll see what happens. A little bit of distance for me to go for an on-goal shot. As, as nah, I missed there. everybody. Nairmail. Let's go to let's go back to American football. The AFC East. After the Patriots and the Jets set football back to 1971 on Sunday, the Patriots moved into third. The Jets fell to last. The Bills with a methodical win against Cleveland. Moving to a first-place tie with Miami. Miami technically in first place because of their Week 3 win, 21-19 down at South Beach. Buffalo still a favorite here. Minus 210 to win the division. Miami plus 250. New England 12-1. to The Jets at 18-1. to Amal just looking at the division odds here, and you go through the schedules. It feels like to me where Buffalo still has four divisional games left. They play New England twice, yep. and they get the Jets and the Dolphins at home. So even though they went on the road and lost the two divisional games already, the way that schedule breaks, assuming they don't look, assuming they don't blow either of the NFC North road games, which if they blow Thursday at Detroit or yep. in Week 16 in Chicago, those are horrible losses. Anyway, you slice it. 
this is setting up nicely for the Bills, even with that lull, to still win this division. I would agree with you, though. I want to go back to the Jets real quick. Please. They blew both games against New England. The first one, 100%. That, the roughing the passer call, uh, I, I don't recall a game changing as much this year on one play and one penalty on a pick six that the Jets had. Would have put them up 17-3. I don't think New England was coming back. That was the part where we saw the downfall of Mac Jones just mentally. You could see he wasn't there. It would have been lights out here, 100% right. And then the, the fact that Robert Sala did not make a change to Joe Flacco in the fourth quarter was criminal. I mean, they could have won this game any which way. The defense was outstanding. And, look, I'm not taking anything away from the Patriots' defense, but Zach Wilson was horrific. It was the worst quarterback performance of the year so far. And it wasn't on him. No, not at all. Not his <laughs> fault. fault. Not his fault. <laughs> Dude, you, know what, you know, you know. I'll just say this, because Mike White, we assume Mike White's going to start because they flipped the depth chart a few weeks ago where, depth, where White is now ahead of Flacco. In the, in the Jet depth chart. You're, you're at a point now with the Jets, and you look at this whole division. This whole division is now in win-now mode. Because right. going into the year, the assumption was, all right, you know what? If the Jets have a chance to make the playoffs, you're playing with house money. But because of that defense, where that defense now is coming off three, three straight games in division, where New England did nothing. New England kept getting the ball around the 40-yard line, because the Jets kept going three and out in their own territory on Sunday, and the Jet defense kept getting stops every single time. The first ma- ma- matchup, New England kept getting the ball in the, red, in the red zone, and the Jets kept holding them to three. That Jet defense is as good as any unit in football, period. And, look, I don't know if he's going to make the move. I personally would make the move this week. Start white against the Bears, a game that, quite frankly... You should win regardless of who's playing quarterback, but especially if Fields is out. But you're in a scenario now where look at that Jets schedule down the stretch. It's tough. Where and before the year of all, it's great. The thought was okay, the Jets are going to start slow and the record's going to fatten up late. It's the complete opposite. Where at Minnesota, by the way, early opening line is three on that. A revenge spot for Buffalo. Forget it. I think that's an annihilation the second go-around. I think Buffalo destroys them. The Lions playing better. Jacksonville, analytic sources say unlucky. At Seattle, all of a sudden, that could be a division leader playing for a division in Week 17. And then Miami, who, to me, is the second-best team in the AFC right now. That schedule is brutal. And those two losses to New England, all and I, we were talking about this off the air last week, where are the Jets going to make the playoffs? That path just narrowed tenfold by losing that second game to New England. First, I got a question for you before I address the uh, uh, other things about the Jets you mentioned in the quarterback situation. Are you positioning for a job with the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> Wouldn't mind living there. Uh, so, hey, listen, as a guy who lived in South Florida, it's a great place to he's, live. He's going to be a part of Tom Brady's staff down there <laughs> after the season. Well, I don't know if he's going to be able to pay you now that FTX has gone by the wayside. Uh, but – you mentioned Mike White. I think they're going to make a quarterback change this week. I believe White's going to play. Yep. I just don't think he's publicizing. And I also believe the Bears are going to end up with going with Trevor Simeon. Correct. If you're the Bears, why not go with Simeon? Fields gives you a better chance to win. Who cares? Matt Eberflus is going to be back next year. Just put yourself in a good position to get a draft pick. Go get a receiver or two and an offensive lineman. Um, I, I think the Jets win this game. I think two things uh, Robert Sala did. He didn't want to sit there and linger about it, the conversation in the, in the media. He said, listen, we're evaluating everything. But I think behind closed doors, they're not telling the Bears that Mike White's going to play, and I think they're going to start Mike White. 
Yeah, I, I think I think after what he said to the media yesterday, yeah. after reversing course from what he said Sunday, well, it wasn't even twenty four hours. I, I, right, I think you, I think he's telling you that he's starting Mike White. I, I, I think, like you said, Amal, he's telling you without telling the Bears yeah. that that's what he's going well, well, with. Not, right? Well, and, and Kelly, not only that too, like the Jets have not been in a position to win in so long. They haven't been in the playoffs since twenty ten. They should have been there in twenty fifteen, but they. Choked in week 17 against Buffalo. By the by the way, how about the response by Zach Wilson when asked about, you know, do you feel embarrassed that you kind of let the defense down no, or anything I mean, like that? Just no, no accountability. I mean, no, no. Account, no accountability. And nope. this is also, too, just showing the difference in demeanor between him and Fields. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. In, the, in the report earlier today that Albert Breer said, what did he say? Where Justin Fields is apologizing to the defense for letting them down in yeah. the Atlanta game, where Fields is out there with his dislocated left shoulder. Fields with a in the separated shoulder. I mean, it just, it just crazy. I, 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 the I, I, defense I, in the locker yeah. room post-game and, and apologize. Really? And the defensive play, players yeah. are like, no, 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 don't apologize. Don't apologize. I, didn't, I completely like, missed this story. This happened this morning. This okay. came out this morning. But it just really just like... Shows the dichotomy. By the way, for Chicago, there is no reason whatsoever to put Fields on the field. I agree. Until he's yeah. 100%. Well, first no of all, I didn't like the play with the drive two minutes to go, and you run him on the first play for no reason. Right. Um, and then he's got the injured shoulder. You bring him back. It's not like you're sitting there contending for home field advantage or a oh, playoff spot. Make it, and especially the way that he plays. Yeah. Let him sit. Let him get healthy. Who cares if you end up 3-14? and 14? It doesn't matter. It's not like those other bad teams that don't have their draft picks and can't tank. If you're Chicago, just wait until Justin Fields is healthy. Yes, I know we have Bears fans running running uh, our stuff downstairs today, Jeremy and Matt Hicks, uh, but as much as it would be awesome for Chicago to beat Green Bay finally again, let him sit these next two games and let him see if he's healthy for the final month if you're Chicago. I, That's I, all you would do if you're with Fields. Very simple. To me, it's a no-brainer. Um, by the way, you know, Garrett Wilson was so outspoken about Zach Wilson. He's the very other day. angry. Well, I don't blame him. <laughs> right? Like he, so. he, he sees his buddy uh, down in New Orleans actually having a decent year despite having the red rifle at quarterback, and he's got this guy who's missing everybody. The best throw the entire weekend, if you haven't seen it, just kind of Google the uh, highlights of this one. The throw to Braxton Berrios. He's wide open in the flat. And well, the just one where he threw it, it? Threw, threw it 14 miles over his head? Yes. That. Yeah, the one where Orlovsky on Twitter was basically saying, hey, I'm not sure the quarterback even knows the playbook, where he threw it in between Mims and Garrett. Well, it's just bad. Just but as bad of a quarterback game as you can imagine. He had to make a change in that game because, you know, this is a team, when you look at the other games, uh, Jeff, and you're a Jets fan for people that are no. unaware this team should be 8-2. and two. Both victories against the Patriots should have been there. The, the only thing I will say is if they, if they beat New England, I have a hard time seeing them flipping around and beating Buffalo the next week. Maybe that's fair. But, I don't but, disagree. But, hey, look, they, that, they should not have been swept by New England. That's very simple. They should have had a bare minimum split these two games. And also, too, I mean, took a fluky play for New England to even win the game anyway. Well, that's bad coaching, right? You should have punted the ball out of bounds. You knew Mac Jones wasn't beating you. I got a little bit annoyed on Twitter when somebody said, Mac Jones was 23 for 37 in that game. He, he threw the ball. I'm like, dude, every pass was a screen to Ramondre Stevenson, and the Jets couldn't tackle him because he was the world's strongest man. For what it's worth, since Jones spent more than half of that game on his back, yeah. I actually thought Jones played okay for basically being pressured every single snap of the game. I thought they were all short passes. They were. They were. They don't trust the Both of those teams don't trust their quarterbacks. I want to keep the discussion on the AFC East because there is a little bit of disagreement on where I'm at on Miami. Look at the Dolphins. Look at their game this week as well against the Texans, which 
Good luck, Houston. Good luck covering those guys. More to come, VEASAN Big Bets. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Just head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, a perfect shot of refreshment. Must be 21 or- <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Must be 21 or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly and go! <laughs> Mbappe. Was it Mbappe? Yeah, it was a beautiful pass, beautiful header right off the post and in. It, it was right as I was hearing Isaiah Wrinkle running graphics for us right now say that he'd rather have Wyatt Tomchek on the pitch instead of Killian Mbappe because he was playing like such a bum today. <laughs> Is that what he said? Oh, yeah. What do these Arizona State guys know about sports I, anyway? I know, right? What, what if they <laughs> want over there? drinking at girls. <laughs> three one. Three, three. He's accurate on that. It's ASU. I mean, three I one. There. Three one. Uh, France now live. In game numbers. In France. You know what? Actually, if you want to go bankroll building them all, in the uh, if you had the uh, the money, France is minus twenty five hundred. Really. Win. I'm actually, I thought you were going to say minus 10,000. I, no, I, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be 9,500, 10,000, yeah. maybe even 11,000. I think at 3 1, minus 2,500, as ridiculous as this may sound, if you have the wherewithal and just want to pick up a little bit of money, that might not be a terrible thing to do. Well, look, here, no, here, here's the argument. Somebody would say, well, it's crazy based on the price. Here's how I would frame it Is France, if they have a 3 1 lead with 22 minutes remaining, are they going to give up two goals against Australia more than 4% of the time? And I think the answer to that is no. I think even if it was point four, I would say no. Absolutely. First of all, have you seen the Aussies on this side of the pitch yet this half? Once. Okay. One, one time. One time, right? One time. Yeah, that was it. And it was just, it just happened. Yeah. So, okay, so it wasn't even before that. That's what I was referring to. Because I saw it on this side just now because they started with the ball at the center line. So, I mean, look, I... Again, I, I'm, I'm surprised it's that low. I'm though. surprised that I, that I would have guessed probably my, like again minus nine thousand, minus ninety five hundred, something like that. I mean, here's the better question I have for you guys. There's 69 minutes left, and Kelly, I don't know if you've got Flash Score up, one of the best websites apps ever for soccer. Um, I want to see if how many shots on goal right now you've got out of uh, Australia, and I don't believe they're going to get two shots on target the rest of the way right now. Currently, they've got one, sh- four shots, one on goal. I and think that was the goal. That was the goal. That was it. I don't think they're going to be able to get any others on goal. Sogs. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's funny. I always <laughs> say that in hockey. I, I want to know how many sogs you got. <laughs> shots on goal. Exactly. For what it's worth, also, weird box score here for France. They only have three shots on target, too. 18 shots on goal. I mean, yeah, 18 nine, shots. 19 yeah. total, yeah, now, after the Mbappe goal. Yeah, the um, eight, eight shots have been blocked, seven off goal, three on goal, and all those three have gone in. That really was a pretty goal for Mbappe. Just beautifully done all the way around. No chance for the Australian keeper. By the way, France, 
assuming this holds, and it will, France will be alone atop Group D, and then the all-European matchup in that group on Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern, France and Denmark. Basically, I'm all that's pretty simple. If France gets a point out of Denmark, it's going to be very hard for France to not win the group. Yeah, correct. It would it would take a large goal differential against Tunisia for them to not be able to get through the group. Um, uh, oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Come on, Kelly. Please tell me you just saw that thing of no, beauty. It, was it Olivier? Giroud, no, yeah. Giroud again? Should have laid the 2,500 of no. them all. <laughs> well, well, listen. Mbappe just went past three defenders, centers the ball perfectly. Yeah, well, I could have done that. <laughs> and I mean, just with a perfect, perfect pass. That was uh, that was gorgeous. That pass was so good that I don't even know that Giroud knows where it hit him in the head. No, I mean, it, it, it was just perfect. This is like one of those. This reminds me of one of those basketball games where everyone's trying to get in the uh, the scorebook, just trying to you know, kind of pad your stats. Four-one France. Damn, we should have just bet Show the, the replay. The over, the over was so good in this match. It really was so good in this match. But uh, there you go, the defending champs rolling Whew. well on their way to a victory, and it would be just the second victory of the day for a period in this tournament. Of course, two draws, nil nil with Mexico and Poland, and then the other match in this group that France is in, pretty lackluster result for the Danes. A nil-nil draw against Tunisia. So right now, uh, Tunisia will play Australia, by the way, on Saturday. The other game in Group D. Looking to tomorrow in the World Cup, Amal. I got a hot take here real Uh-oh. quick. Go ahead. Before we Austra- get to tomorrow, Australia go ahead. should get taller defenders, Amal. That looked uh, too easy. Well, <laughs> we, you know what's funny? You said that because I was a friend of mine and I were on the phone. We were talking about that during the Poland game. He said Mexico is getting killed in the air because yeah. they, they don't have the height up front. You saw the Polish defenders able to clear the ball so much easier in certain pieces. And to your point, it was the, a beautiful cross by Mbappe, but it, it didn't have much height. It didn't have much loft on it. It didn't, but it was perfect level. But the thing was, the ball was placed back and behind the defenders, and Giroud was about a step back and just absolutely nailed it. I mean, and the the finish was clinical. It was just an absolute clinical play. Are they uh, still under VAR still technically? No, because I was looking at the side. He was on sides. I thought he was too. I thought it was routine. There you go. Olivier Giroud is now tied to Thierry Henry as the highest goal scorer in French national team how many, history. How many total goals does he have in his career? It says 51. Oh, French national team. Okay, I yeah, was thinking World Cup. Okay, okay, okay yep, got it. Yep, 51 uh, internationally. To tomorrow. Let's start in this first matchup. 5 a.m. Eastern time, Morocco and Croatia. This kicks off Group F. Croatia, of course, last World Cup all the way to the final before losing to France for two. Going to be the last World Cup for Luka Modric in all likelihood. Uh, Morocco getting through African qualifying. I, I'm, all, I'm a little bit surprised at the price here. I would have expected Croatia to be a little closer to even money than plus 120 right now being offered to DraftKings. I would agree with you. I'm a little bit surprised by this number as well. But, you know, a game today with the Danes and uh, Tunisia we saw turn into a nil-nil draw. You would have expected that Denmark would have found a way through there. Um, And I agree with you here, Jeff. I'm a little surprised by this price. Uh, This is one I would probably look at the Croatians getting a nice plus price here at 120. The 8 a.m. Eastern game, the beginning of Group E, Germany and Japan. 
Uh, Dallin Cuff mentioned this one earlier. He likes both teams to score in this matchup. Amal, I do have a 5-1 to one on Germany to not make it out of the group stage. Yeah. If that has any chance of getting home, Japan needs to get a result. It does not matter if it is a draw or a win, but Japan needs to get at least a point in order for me to have a chance to cash that no advancement for Germany. Yeah, I would agree with you, and it's going to be a challenge, but Dallin has both teams scoring in this one. Dallin yep. Cuff was on, and he liked both teams to be able to score in this one, so this is one that could be pretty competitive. Um, you know, it's funny, I was thinking, why is this game being played at this particular time? But then I realized you got to appease the crowd in Tokyo as well. You you obviously want to get large populace there uh, to be able to watch this game. So should be a really good game. Looking forward to this one as well. Spain and Costa Rica follows that up at 11 a.m. Eastern. Spain, the favorites in Group E. Costa Rica made it through in the final qualifying round, the uh, inter-confederation draw of it. Costa Rica, to me, is Team 30, or 29, I should say, in this tournament of all. Team 30 being Canada? No, not quite. (laughs) But but, uh, two and a half on this one. Look, Spain will win the match. Barring something like we saw this morning with Saudi Arabia. But uh, for Spain, this is just one of those. you got to build up your goal differential here to make sure you beat Costa Rica by more than the other two teams do in this group. Yeah, I would agree with you there. But I don't know if they're necessarily going to blow them out. I think they probably get maybe two. And if they're fortunate, they get a third goal. Um, but you're absolutely right. Goal differential. And I know, Jeff, we'll have time this week. We'll talk about a little bit more as we get towards the second round of the round robin in terms of how you bet those third games, because goal differential, and if a team's got enough points, you reference France, the way things are looking, maybe England as well, if they beat the United States on Friday, then then do they sit players when you go towards that third game? And that will play huge results, Absolutely. as it always does in, in, in the World Cup. And then the last one tomorrow, 2 o'clock Eastern, Canada makes its return to the World Cup, first time since 1986, against Belgium, Amal, I think the Canadians are alive in this game against Belgium. You know, I know Patrick Maher likes Canada a little bit more than I do. Um, Look, Belgium's gotten a little bit older. Their golden generation was probably 2018, but still Thibaut Courtois back in net there. They've got the best midfielder in the world for my money, or at least if not the top three in Kevin De Bruyne. Um, But I I don't know, Parles, I I think this is going to be a tough one here for uh, the Canadian side. Kind of feels like uh, the the 2018 World Cup was the blown opportunity for the Belgians. Yeah, you beat Brazil and then you still don't even get to a final. Of course, losing to France one nil in that uh, semi-final before France, of course, went on and shellacked Croatia. Four games tomorrow. Four games Thursday. We got a lot coming on Thanksgiving uh, as well. We will have Frank Schwab next. We'll talk NFL with Frank here on Visa and Big Bets. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. 
Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is kid-safe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Happy Thanksgiving from Bed Rivers online sportsbook. Feast on all the action with Bed Rivers this holiday season. Football, basketball, hockey, the World Cup, and plenty more. There's plenty to be thankful for with Bed Rivers. Check out Bed Rivers Thanksgiving Day promotions, including a football bet plus get. First touchdown insurance and single game parlay bet and get. Head to bedrivers.com for more information or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game with Bet Rivers. I'm all we should have bet Texas Tech. Thanks we, for the we, reminder. We missed that one. I agree with you completely. We missed that one. 40 to 13 right now with 17 minutes to go in the first half. Jeff, here's my question for you Does Louisville get to 35? Ooh. <laughs> so. Let's see what that like. You know, now 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 you got the now you got the wheels spinning in my head. Do, in, ter- in terms of the total, in terms of the team total for Louisville. Well, I'm just I just kind of created a number. I just said, you know, let's see, can they score 22 more points? I don't know what the score was at halftime, but I know you want to you okay. Louisville's team total right now is 39 and a half. Oh, that is an under. That is an under, yes. They're not scoring. They, if they score 27 points to beat me, so be so it. Be, I agree. Yeah, so, absolutely. So be it. Uh, our pro tip of the hour before we uh, get to our guy, uh, Frank Schwab, 
Always important to keep an eye on NBA injury reports, but especially when you see someone upgrade from out to doubtful status, it is often a team tipping their hand that a player is coming back either that day or for the next game. Kelly Bidlin, tonight that is uh, the case with Ja Morant, correct? Yeah, keep an eye on him. Uh, questionable right now for their game tonight uh, against the Kings. Kings, who have played better basketball after their dreadful start. Frank Schwab with us right now. We're going to go to the National Football League. Frank, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I just want to start with the quarterback mess with the Jets right now. <laughs> what are your whole thoughts here? Because it's evident the Jets have a defense that is playoff caliber, maybe even championship caliber, and you have a quarterback that, put it politely, is terrible. He's bad. And I, I mean, I wrote about it today basically saying, Look, if the Jets were a bad team, as everybody expected. They had the third lowest win total coming into the year. It wouldn't be a big deal. You just play Zach Wilson. He takes his lumps. He learns, whatever. You evaluate after the season. But you could see, you know, I mean, some of the stories coming out of New York, Garrett Wilson complaining, some defensive players complaining. There's a lot on the line now. This is a playoff team. They should be anyway, but they need better quarterback play. I will say this, though. I think the pendulum has swung too much where we're talking – so much about how Zach Wilson stinks, and he has. There's no doubt about that. But minus four and a half only against a Bears yep. team that can't stop a nosebleed, and Justin Fields might not even play. This might be Trevor Simeon against the Jets' defense. And even if it's, it is Justin Fields, it's a compromised Justin Fields against the best defense he's played in a month. I, I thought this line was crazy. I, I thought it should have been seven and a half. I, I, I really do. I think the Jets are going to destroy them, with or without Zach Wilson completing more than nine passes. I, I just... I, I this line to me really stuck out, and I think it's a lot of overreaction to all the, the Zach Wilson angst this week. When Jeff asked you about it, you should have just said, "What are your thoughts?" None. Kind of a Zach Wilson-like answer. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, no. By the way, just real quick, yeah. Jets fans who want a quarterback change so bad, uh, Mike White and Joe Flacco might not be your answer either. I'm just I, saying, I, don't get that excited. Okay, first of all, that tells me you didn't have the Jets in three and a half like Jeff and I did this past weekend. And second, I did actually. Oh, you did. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Frank, come on, man. Yeah, I know. I respect your opinion on the NFL. You know the league so well. He was horrific. That uh, Jeff and I were talking about the pass to Braxton Berrios. I mean, he threw that ball to the third row. I mean, it was unbelievable how bad he was on so many different throws. Yeah, he was. I, I just, I guess, my point was mostly that their backup stink too. I, I, it's I just, disagree. You might get an upgrade. You might get a small upgrade, but it's not a big upgrade. I, I think the Jets are just going to be. This is who they are all year. They're going to have to win thirteen ten. They're going to have to win. You know, I mean, just grind out wins with this defense, which is capable. But uh, you're not getting a lot out of quarterback, no matter who you're starting. Uh, also, since we're talking a little bit of crazy nonsense here, Jeff had also alluded to the fact that he thought the Miami Dolphins were the second best team in the AFC. I didn't realize Buffalo had been exiled from the <laughs> NFL and the AFC. So can you just explain to this gentleman that even though the Dolphins are playing well, they've got four consecutive wins against teams that have no better than four victories. I, I get where he's coming from on the Miami offense with Waddle and her, um, Hill. Thank you, Hill. They, they aren't being able to be stopped right now. But do you buy this team? Because I think defensively they've got tremendous deficiencies. Yeah, I mean, especially in their secondary. I don't really know what happened to their secondary, but it's falling apart. I do like the Dolphins. They are good. But I, I think the question mostly is Ravens versus Dolphins, right? I, I prefer the Ravens. I know yeah. they didn't look good on Sunday, but that's one game. And they won by 10 anyway, which they've led every single game this year by double digits, which is pretty impressive. But, hey, to, to the, the point of the Dolphins – 
they're seven and zero in games of two starts and finishes. I know I've said that on here before, but it's a it, it's something that most people downgraded them because they were losing games with Skylar Thompson. I didn't get that. I like the Dolphins. I think you're top four in the AFC and maybe top five. I guess the Titans just keep winning. I I, I don't yep. get it, but they do. It's really strong. There, there's a lot of uh, arguments to be made for either any of those teams really coming out of the AFC this year. Frank, you brought up the Titans, so let's go to that game on Sunday against Cincinnati, where of course we know what happened in the playoff game last year. Didn't matter that Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. Cincinnati found a way to win that game. Bengals are a one or a one and a half point favorite against Tennessee. Look, Frank, our eyeballs say uh, Tennessee's an average team, but yet here they are, seven and three, running away with the AFC South yet again. And not just seven and three. The the number that matters to us, eight and two against the spread. Yep. I, at some point, you just have to let go. You just have to say. I get the analytics, I get the power rankings, I get what I see with my own eyes, but this is now two straight years where the Tennessee Titans just outplay all of their numbers. They are a good football team that's really well coached, they know who they are, they know what they're doing. I, I thought this line was completely disrespectful. I'll be on the Titans easily here. I, I think that the bet, nothing against the Bengals, they're good, I, I have, I, but you know, Joe Mixon coming off a concussion, we don't know about Jamar Chase yet. The Bengals are good, but the Tennessee Titans at some point, if you just bet them every single week, I think you're going to be just fine. They out, they just outgain all their numbers. They they are going to win more games than they should. It's because of Mike Vrabel. It's because of a good defense. It's because of Derrick Henry. And to be a home underdog after going 8-2 and two against the spread this year so far, yeah, give me the Titans. I'm just going to pretty much blindly back them all the rest of the season until the odds kind of shift. And they say, you know, we don't get how this is happening. Well, we're not going to keep making the Titans underdogs against everybody. Like they were that I thought Titans plus three and a half at Green Bay last week was one of the gift lines of the whole season. I, there was no doubt about that in my mind. I thought the wrong team was favored. It ended up playing out exactly that way. I, I'm not so strong on that this week because the Bengals are good. They're better than the Packers. But the Titans just are that team, man. They they are just going to win more games than we think they are. I completely agree with everything you said there. And I also can't believe, again, they've got three additional days of rest that they're at home. Mm-hmm. And they're an underdog here. I, I just don't get it. Want to go to a game that n- number seems a little bit short to me. And I'm not a big fan of laying more than a touchdown in the NFL. 49ers are laying nine at home against the Saints. I have to tell you, Frank, for my money right now, this is the best team in the NFC. I think they should be the favorite. I love the way they're playing with CMC, Debo, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. And as long as Jimmy Garoppolo just manages the game, I think this team is going to be tough to beat. Yeah, and, and I mean, just because the Saints beat a, a battered Rams team, no no pun intended there, They, they it doesn't mean that they're any good. The, the Saints are a bad football team. And I think we did. We finally saw the top gear of the 49ers. I've been pushing back, even with you guys, to say, hey, I know the Niners got talent, but they haven't put it together yet. They're still the same team that lost by two touchdowns to the Falcons. Let's actually see it. Well, last night we saw it. And don't give me this whole, well, it was Colt McCoy. I don't care. They dominated that team. They blew them out of the water. Kyler Murray wasn't saving them yesterday. This team could really get up on you. And if it's clicking like it is on defense with all those playmakers, they can really get up on you and and make it a laugher. So I agree that I think minus nine is the way to go. I'm with you. I don't like to lay big numbers like that. But I think this 49ers team is going to probably cover some big numbers down the stretch if they can keep this going and stay healthy. Frank, we have about 90 seconds left. Obviously, we have a trio of games on Thanksgiving. Buffalo at Detroit, Giants at the Cowboys, Patriots at the Vikings. Which of those three are you most intrigued by from any perspective you'd like? 
Yeah, and I think it's the last two. I mean, the first one, I think it's going to be a better game than we thought a few weeks ago. <laughs> it would look like, oh my goodness, we got another Lions 42-3 to game. No, I think the Lions can compete. I might be on them. I will be on the Cowboys for sure. I think the Cowboys have been disrespected all year. I, we've talked about that. I think the Cowboys are a very, very good football team. They might be a top three team in the NFL. When that pass rush gets going, ask Kirk Cousins how that goes. Like, if they get up on the Giants in this game, it is lights out. They might win this by 20. I really do like them, even though, again, I don't like big favorites in the NFL. And then I think, look, I mean, we kind of forgot that the Patriots played poorly on Sunday, too. They got bailed out by an 84-yard punt return for a touchdown. Their offense isn't really doing that well. The Vikings, I like taking good teams who are just humiliated. I think the Vikings are a good team. They're not a Super Bowl contender. They're not great, but they're good. They just got embarrassed, laying less than a field goal at home. Absolutely, all day. Give me the Vikings. I think that they get it done here. I, I just don't think the Patriots are really, honestly, all that good, especially on offense. Could not agree with you more, Frank, on that last game. I, I just don't get this line being less than a field goal. This is my favorite play of the weekend, guys. He's yeah. Frank Schwab. You can get him on the tweets at Yahoo Schwab. His great work is always on Yahoo. Frank, pleasure as always. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the games on Thursday and the rest of the week. You guys, too. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Always great to catch up with Frank Schwab. That's all the time we have. The final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown coming your way next for Amal Shaw and Kelly Bidlin. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again tomorrow on VEASAN Big Bets. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.